Welcome to the On Two Broadcast. I'm Breezy with my co-host B. Yo. Hey, let's get things started on two. You ready? Yes, sir. Said hut hut. So starting off, right? Today is Sunday. You might not hear it till Monday, but we recording on Sunday and we have the All-Star Weekend in the NBA right now going off. So the All-Star game hasn't been played yet, but we've seen the three-point contest and the dunk contest. What do you think about the dunk contest? Okay, a lot of people are saying it's one of the greatest of all time, and I disagree. Okay. It is very controversial. It's going to be talked about for the rest of probably time. In 20 years, we'll still be talking about the controversy with the 2020 dunk contest. But as far as ranking it up there with some of the greats, mm -hmm. the 97 dunk contest, the 88 dunk contest, nah. I mean, the dunks just weren't, weren't that good. And believe I had a conversation with a friend of mine earlier today, and we were talking, you know, really, I think we've seen it all. Like, I don't think there's anything that you could do dunking-wise that we have not seen. Yeah, but they probably said that back in the 80s and 90s, too. You know what I'm but, saying? Man, we've jumped over oh. cars. We've jumped over mascots. We've Okay, have you been on Facebook and seen the guy on on Facebook, YouTube, where he has a guy running in front of him, right, dribbling the ball, and he passes it to him with a, a bounce pass to him, and he catches it behind his head and dunks it. No, I haven't. Exactly. So but, there's always <laughs> another step. It, it's all about, it's all, you have to leave it up to the imagination. It's the imagination of the person performing the dunk. You can't say it's all been done because you got to think, Is they, they could have said that, oh, but we're going to bring a car out here. We're going to dunk over a car. It's been done. Now it has, but back in the 80s, was it done? Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's always something else you can add to it. You can, you, you've seen guys in the N1 league doing, doing 720 dunks. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You, well, you, they turn around completely twice. I only seen one guy do it. But you get what I'm saying? Like, it's stuff you can do that hasn't been seen before. Yeah, but I like okay. Looking at everything from yesterday, okay. Uh, every dunk you saw, except for uh, I think it was Aaron Gordon. He did a it was a three sixty dunk. He kind of caught it behind him with one hand, three sixty that thing with one hand, and uh, dunked it all with the same hand. It was a very smooth motion. It, it was probably the best dunk I saw all night. Um, but everything else, it was just variations of what we've already seen. Uh, Derek Jones, he did his final dunk was a uh, free throw line glide. Yeah. How many times since but, since Jordan did it? How many times have we seen? It? Yeah, you're right, but that's still an awesome dunk because it's not just a dunk, especially that free throw line is almost like they're legit flying through the air. That's why that dunk is so epic. I, I mean, I agree. It's an iconic dunk. And I, I honestly thought that we would see someone do a tribute to Jordan mm -hmm. and do the, you know, the regular old jump man from the yeah. free throw line. I thought because we, we're in Chicago, I guess no one had the intensity to do <laughs> to it. Even or attempt even it, skill, I guess. Yeah. maybe. I don't know. So you think he should have won it? Yes. You think, you think Jones Jr. should have won yes, it? Yes, I do. I, I do. I understand it's going to be controversial. I understand there's going to be a lot of people who don't agree with me. 
But Aaron Gordon did not clear Taco Falls. At he all. didn't. He didn't clear it. He clipped him. Pretty much bent over sideways. Exactly. He about took the man head up. So uh, you can disagree with me. Uh, I mean, and that's fine. Follow, hit your ball up on Twitter. You know, if if you wanna come for me, hit me up. We can fight it out. But uh, I, I honestly believe Derrick Jones deserved to win. Though his last dunk wasn't the flashiest dunk in the world. Yeah. Um, I mean, and when he got the forty eight. I was like, okay, I agree with that because it wasn't a flashy dunk. Uh, Aaron Gordon, 47, I think it was deserved. Well, reports I've been seeing, I've been saying that it was set up for the last round to be a tie. But D-Wade didn't go with the rest of the judges. He insisted on having that last round. Yeah. I could see that. That's, That's just different reports I've heard on the dunk contest. So what about the three-point contest then, huh? You know, I, I watched the three-point contest. Uh, I'm not impressed with the three-point contest unless you have the best of the best in it. Devin Bucker's a pretty good player, man. He is. I don't know if he's a – yeah, he did make the all-star with um, with uh, people getting injured and everything. I think he's an all-star. He is. He, he He's definitely a, I mean, one of the top players in the league right now. But I don't think it would have brought the same attention as if Clay – would have been in the three-point contest. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, I enjoy watching. I, I like All-Star Weekend. I, I really, I mean, most people don't really watch, Don't most people don't really watch the NBA till after the All-Star Weekend anyway because that's when it really gets exciting, when you really get to see where everybody's at and they start making that playoff push so teams start playing harder. Yeah. Guys are, are resting less, you know. The Raptors, I mean, not not the Raptors, I'm sorry. The Clippers have probably stopped resting Kawhi as much as they want to because they want to move from third to maybe second or first in the, in the West, you know. You stop seeing guys rest as much trying to make their final playoff push. Yeah. You know, talking about playoff pushes, do you think the Pelicans – can make the playoffs. They five and a half, half games back right now. They got the Spurs, Trailblazers, and the Grizzlies are in that eighth spot. Do you think the Pelicans can make a playoff push? Yes, and I'll tell you what. Number one, the Pelicans have just gotten their all-star on the floor. Okay, yeah. Um, here in the last, it's been what, two weeks now? Yeah, about two, two maybe weeks. three. Uh, so he's just getting on the floor. He's just getting settled. I mean, he's balling already. Um, I believe the Grizzlies. I mean, they're they're barely holding on now, and they're relying on a rookie as well. So yeah, I don't think that Morant with the Grizzlies has the same talent as Zion, Zion with the Pelicans. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Don't come for me and tell me I'm an idiot. Morant is incredibly talented. He, I mean, he is leading that team. But um, come on, guys. Zion is just a he's a different beast. He, he's taking over. He's going to be the next. He's he's going to be the next face of the franchise. Yes. Well, not the franchise, the league of the league. And you know? but one thing I like about Zion, he's a likable guy. He is. He's he not. He's saying? not overly arrogant. And I mean, he's a really likable guy. He seems to be just a humble kid. Yeah. Just out there grinding, man. I really like that about him. But yes, I do believe the Pelicans can, if they get on a nice little run, they can scratch and claw their way. Into that eighth spot. 
by the end I, of the year. I hope they do, but they'll probably end up facing the Lakers, the Lakers, Nuggets, or Clippers in that first round, which oof, they'll be able to hard out, but they'll be in the playoffs though. But would you would you not like to see uh Zion and LeBron go toe to toe yep, for a few that, games? That that would that would be good. You know? I mean I mean, granted the the Lakers I mean definitely have too much for the Pelicans, but you will have uh, Lonzo playing his old team. Yep. Uh, you will have uh, it's a bunch of guys playing their old team. You know, Lakers. The Lakers tried to have their team away for AD. For AD, they sure did. You know, so so you have AD playing his old team. <laughs> Half of the Pelicans <laughs> playing the Lakers. Uh, Zion and LeBron. It'll be a lot of great storylines coming out of that. Oh, uh, that, that that matchup, man. That'll All right. So so speaking of the, of the NBA, who do you got? Uh, in the in the finals. In you the have, finals, do you have the Bucks and Lakers as it stand now, or you got somebody else? Um, logic is telling me the Bucks and the Lakers, and that's easy because they're both in first place. Yeah. Um, By but a good I margin. think my heart is telling me the Bucks and the Clippers. Oh, I, I I'm right there with you, man. Uh, you know what? But I'm actually seeing the Raptors. And the Clippers. You think the, the Raptors can get back? Yes. Do you I know do. how amazing it would be? I, I I really do because I don't. They defense that they got, like I, I really think that the Raptors and the Clippers are gonna take it to seven. For some reason, I, I'm waiting on the Raptors to uh, fall apart. I really? Am, yeah. I, in, in my mind, I just keep thinking, yeah, yeah, they're winning, they're winning, but eventually they're gonna hit that wall because they was winning without Kawhi two years ago. You That's know what true. I'm All they needed was an all star to, to take them over the top. Yeah. And they got one to take them over the top. And now they have that championship pedigree. Yeah. They know what it takes to win a championship. Oh, yeah. You get what I'm saying? They got the core of the team back. So I'm feeling the Raptors and the Clippers with a great storyline with Kawhi going up against the Raptors. Raptors, yeah. That's them, them trying to prove that, hey, we can do it without you. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, I think the Bucks, man. I think it's the Bucks year. And, and honestly, in my opinion, it doesn't matter who they face out of the West. I think it's the Bucks. Well, year. I'm not sold on the Lakers at all. Yeah. That's just me. I'm, I'm just not sold on the Lakers. Yeah. Not yet, anyway. I don't know. I mean, they're going to go to the playoffs. I don't see how they don't make it into the playoffs. It's just, I don't. I have to see what that team does when they're really tested in a series. Because they drop some games to some not great teams. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So, I don't I don't know. But I got the, I got the Raptors and the Clippers. Raptors and the Clippers. Yep. I got the Bucks and the Clippers. Okay. All right. So, okay, I'm, we we about to be real serious right now with the Astros. This cheating scandal that has partaken the Astros organization is probably the worst thing that has happened in baseball since Pete Rose got found cheating on games that he was... He had something to do with, right? He was, he was, yeah, betting on the games. Yeah. Big no-no in professional sports. But you see what happened to Pete Rose. Yeah. He was banned from the MLB lifetime ban. Yeah. Can't even get into the Hall of Fame. Though he most definitely deserved to he be there. De- he is, Pete Rose is definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. One of the greatest to ever do it. Ever. 
but he's completely banned from MLB, and the Astros get to keep the World Series. Yeah. And then that apology that Jim Crane and the rest of the team gave, that was not an apology. That was something MLB told them that they had to do. That was a slap in the face to the whole organization of Major League Baseball. To every every other MLB team. Every other player, every other fan, mm-hmm. every other, I'm telling you, like, whenever the Astros go on a road, go on a, go on a, a game on the road, that stadium will be packed. Yes. I guarantee you. The booze will be loud. We don't even have a professional team here in Birmingham, Alabama, the great state of Alabama, but when the Astros go play the Braves, I will be at that game. Yes. I will be. I don't care. It could be at twelve o'clock on the Tuesday. On the Tuesday, <laughs> you will be there. I will be there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There. Because it's like the Astros now are the villain of the MLB. Yeah, and there's nobody fault but their own. You know, like you can't blame anybody else for what you did. Yeah, per what you purposefully did. Plan and, out. In order to cheat to win the World Series. Because that's what you did. You cheated and you won the World Series. And my thing is this. like, It's an organizational thing. So if you want to compare it to Tom Brady and Deflategate. Um, Tom Brady and Deflategate. It was between Tom Brady and the trainer or the equipment manager. The ball boy. However you want to put it. This was a whole entire organizational thing. Yeah. The whole the Astros organization as a whole was involved in this cheating scandal and that alone should deserve a bigger punishment. Really? I, I really think Jim Jim Crane should be forced to sell the team. That you know that could be let me ask you about this though. How would you feel about the old school NCA death penalty? Suspend team, team operations for a year. Oh, that is hard. That is hard to come back from, man. You see SMU still going through it. But, they but still going a, through it, It's a it, different man. game, though. They got draft picks, and they, they have a farm system. They'll be able to regain easier than SMU. I mean, I, don't, I, don't I say but the that's penalty. the biggest way to punish them because they'll lose Millions on millions of dollars. I say, I say, I say this. They should give back the 2017 World Series. But in our mind, we know the Astros won that championship, and they're gonna. It's, in history, it's gonna always be the Astros won 2017. Yeah, but that's not gonna change. But that can give it to the Dodgers, like because uh, uh, everybody on the Dodgers staff, the Dodgers players, the Dodgers fans feel like that the Dodgers really won that World Series. And I, I even say it's even split between MLB fans. Half the MLB think that the Dodgers won it. They should have won it. They re- they really should have won it. I mean, definitely, yeah. They had the better players, the, the better talent, the better coaching and everything. And, and the Dodgers should have won it. And if you their know? signs weren't getting stole, they would have won the yeah, game. Exactly. won the series. So I say give, give the 2017 World Series to the Dodgers and you know what I say they do like football and you know what y'all, y'all getting a salary cap 
y'all, yeah, we taking draft picks and y'all getting a salary cap. So y'all can't, y'all can't afford to get a top player. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's, uh, man, it's, it's, it's one of them things. Like, I don't know, man. I, I, cause like when I even think about Reggie Bush, like, do you not think Reggie Bush won the Heisman? Is he not always remembered as a Heisman Trophy winner, no matter what? That that to me is completely different from sign stealing. Yes, I agree. It it is definitely a much tougher. I mean, it's it's a much more serious allegation. But I feel like stripping the World Series from him. In theory, you're stripping the World Series, but in the mind of of fans and the mind of people forever, now it's gonna always be tainted. It's, it will always be a, a, a asterisk spot. Yep, they're gonna have that asterisk. But the Astros won the World Series in 2017. That's not gonna change. Like they can strip it from them all they want to, but they won the World Series. I don't. I don't think they deserve it. I don't. I want the rings back. Give me the rings. Give me that trophy. Yeah. All that's going to the Dodgers. You feel me? That's how I feel. You know, like, no, no. They, I don't, don't take the World Series away. Jim Crane should be forced to sell the team. That's how I feel. Like, that's that cheating thing, as, as, especially to that extent. Yeah. I mean, deflate gate is one thing. You get what I'm saying? Like, you can't really. Blame the whole staff for inflating footballs. You know what? Maybe a pound of pressure too much. Like that's not as serious as sign stealing in baseball. Exactly. That's like football. Like okay, that's like knowing what the offense is about to run. Yeah, stealing the playbook. Which the Patriots may have done also. <laughs> but, hey, that's for Hold another. On. Should the Patriots get the double feeling? We're talking about this. Uh, hey, some, 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 hey, some of their championships might be tainted too. But, hey, what, hey it is what it is. You know, speaking, speaking of football, though, this SFL. Hey, you got my 20 spot? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that, bro. Hey, I am now a DC fan. You understand? I roll with DC. I mean, and house those boys, man. Until Birmingham gets a team in the XFL, I'm a DC fan. Wasn't even close. Give me DC defenders all day, every day. You feel me? Cardell Jones. Man. He had an awesome game, man. 23 for 37, 276 yards, two TDs with one INT. One pick. Yeah. Like. Great man. That's that's almost, hey, uh, them NFL scouts want to say, Mr. Jones, let us talk to you for a minute. So do you think he could go to the NFL? I, I think if he keeps playing the way he's playing, he definitely deserves another shot. You think he deserves another shot? He should, he should, you, he should I, be invited to the combine. Yeah. Well, I don't know because I think the season run. Yeah, the season's going to run through the clock. Well, it is going to come through. So they'll they'll so, just pick up on a free agent contract. Yeah, he'll, he'll be a, yeah he'll be a free agent contract. You know, and I I really it's a couple of people in the XFL that I think could make it to the NFL. But do you think they should go to the NFL? Yeah, they'll be making a whole lot more money, but. If Cardell Jones goes to the NFL, he won't be the face 
of the NFL. Right now, he's a face of the XFL. So with that coming, you he's about to start picking up endorsement deals and all of that. You know what I'm saying? But it's the NFL, not the goal. When signing with the XFL, your ultimate goal is working my way back to the NFL. It it is, but should that be the goal? You know, is the XFL really competition for the NFL? But that's like saying, okay, I play in the Southern League of Minor League Baseball, and I'm the face of of my team here. Should my goal be to make it to the show? Minor League Baseball has been around for a very long time. It actually comes back from the Negro League which they just switched it from the Negro League because they had the Negro League and the MLB, well, Major League Baseball. And once they integrated MLB, they just changed the Negro League pretty much into the minor league. Mm -hmm. So that, to me, is completely different than the XFL because you've had people try the XFL brand before. They tried the XFL brand way in the early 2000s. The AA. Elf, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's been a lot. It's been a few leads, even uh, to arena football. Yeah. I like, like, I'm a football fan. I'm a huge football fan. I enjoy watching football. If I can watch football every day of the week, I I will love doing that. We got like 195 days before college football comes back. You get what I'm saying? The XFL is a great substitute. Because it's a little bit above college for me, but it's not the NFL. But you still got NFL caliber athletes out there. But key word of what you just said is substitute. Yeah. It's not It's not a main ingredient. And I, I don't believe anything will compete with the Giant, which is the NFL. I don't, I don't know that it can. So the NFL has a monopoly on it. Most, I mean, so, definitely. So... That's not even a question. And and you know what? Like it's it, it really sucks. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because NFL on Sundays. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like this year, y'all seen the commercials? Uh, NFL not for laundry. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You don't do laundry on Sundays because you watch the because NFL. they want you to watch the NFL. Yeah. You know, and that's crazy to me. I do it laundry on Sundays. You know what I'm saying? I'm still going to do laundry while I'm watching the Cowboys beat the Eagles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know about all that, but uh, I understand what you're saying. You know, yeah. But, okay. I mean, but let's be realistic though. Like, Cornell Jones, if he goes to the NFL, which NFL team do you really see him going to? Um. Well, Going to and making a impact and be able to get not a like a two year, I don't know, two year, $30 million deal. You know what I'm saying? Where he's getting like $15 million a year, which, which is a horrible contract for a quarterback. Which, unless you're a rookie. But you know what I'm saying? Any team, because remember, this is all new. Yep. So any team taking a, a chance on a XFL guy. It's going to be a terrible contract. It's going to work out for the team in the, in the long run, unless he comes in and proves to be a baller. Um, a team I think could benefit from Cardell's skill set would be the Buccaneers. Jameis has proven he's not the guy. Uh, I think he threw 30 picks this year. 
Yeah. Gotta yeah. be close yeah. to a record, if not the yeah. record. Um <laughs> so I mean I, I think the Bucks, I mean, what else do you have to lose? You're not gonna get, you know, um one of the top quarterbacks off the board this year. You're not, yeah. You're it's, not. it's just not. So why not take a chance? You know, you can use Jameis' trade bait, pick up Cardell Jones, at least give him a shot, or even if you want to keep Jameis, bring him in off the bench if need be. Hey, he did just have uh, laser eye surgery, so maybe he can tell the difference between his jerseys now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, man? Like, I don't... I don't know, man. Like, if I was him, I don't. I have to see what the NFL was really talking about versus what the XFL was was really talking about. Because now he's selling seats. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, like, he's putting people in the stands himself. And you know what I'm saying. So I don't know if I would really. You got something guaranteed versus something that could be. See, but like, like I said, with the AAF. And I think I think they had a plan in place that would work. And the XFL needs to just pick up on that train. If Vince McMahon tries to go head-to-head against the NFL... They're going to lose. He's going to fail just like Donald Trump did. Yep. The only way you can find you a spot is you have to coexist with the NFL. Yep. So him trying to keep Cardell from going to the league saying, hey, we're going to be better than the league or we're going to... Be on par with the league would be a flat out lie, and it will be he will, he would first of all damage Cardell's career. He will ruin his reputation, and he will potentially ruin the league. The best thing he can do is to promise these players, "Hey, you're gonna have a fair shot to earn you a chance back." That's the only way you're gonna get the best. Cause if not, if it's not a fair shot for me to get back, if it's for me to just go play in the secondary league, then I'm gonna take my chances on the practice squad. Yeah, okay. So what about this? What about you a sophomore in college? Not eligible for the NFL's draft yet. But the SFL come knocking at your door. Why not? So you'll go play that one season in the SFL and, and then, then in the NFL draft? draft? Yes. If and, and if the SFL is smart, yeah. Shoot, I would I would say, man, they, they need to do a one and done. Yeah. Be able, be one able. and done and get to the get to the SFL. Because imagine if, if Tua mm-hmm. did one year at Bama and went to the uh, to New York or went to L.A. Yeah. You know, I mean, the the eyes that would be on the XFL yep. at that point. And then even if you go to the XFL, you, you can actually start making money. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Like, you will get the money from your jersey sales. Yes. You will actually be getting paid to play in the XFL. Um, it might not be that NFL money, but right now anyway. But it's because more than what you're making as a college kid, we're still in the early stages of the XFL. Yeah, I really hope that the XFL succeeds. I want to see the XFL every year from now on. Like it's that product that they're putting on the field is that good for me. Yeah, I don't want it to go away. I'm going to turn on my TV every chance I get to an XFL game. Even if I'm not at home, my TV's going to be on that channel. On both of my TVs just to get more ratings. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Alabama news. was like the third highest rating for the XFL out of all the cities. You get what I'm saying? We don't even have a team. In we the don't state. even have a team. But, hey, they don't call us the football capital of the South for 
no reason. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. We love our football down here. You, Y'all yeah, might not love it at home, but, hey, we love it down here. And I really want the SFL to work. Um, if I was worth millions of dollars, I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast, but I would probably be investing in the XFL. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I would probably buy a team. If I could, I would buy a, a XFL team and invest into it. Yeah. And I would go to those NFL players that aren't starting. Hey, you're not starting, but come, come on. Get on the field with us. You'll be playing every Saturday, every Sunday. I, I wouldn't say I would invest in a team or I would purchase a team. I would I would definitely invest in the league because I would want to see the league succeed. But experience has taught me uh-huh. with these startup leagues. So that would be the only thing that would keep me from investing that's, in a team. That's why everyone is scared to invest into the SFL. But if... Vince McMahon putting all this money back into it after he's just seen what Ed Elf just did. You get what I'm saying? Like, he know he has the perfect plan for it. You get what I'm saying? I yeah. feel like he has a great plan for it. It's just like, okay, you go open up. You, you want to open up a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You want to open up a restaurant in the same location that three other restaurants can fill with at. Yeah. But the difference is you went to the city council and you want to put a stoplight in front of that restaurant now. So traffic has to stop right in front of your restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The same concept, but just different with a better plan. You get what I'm saying? I got you. And that's how I see it. So I really think the SFL can work. I really want it to work. I do too. I mean, don't 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 mistake what I'm saying. I would love to see it work. Um, I'm I'm just still in kind of wait and see mode right now. I I haven't picked the team yet. I haven't found one that that I, I can fall in love with yet. Hopefully it'll come and I hey, have one. I'm, I'm, I'm DC defenders all day, man. <laughs> I might need to get on uh, Google real quick. Find me a Cardell Cardell Jones jersey around this thing, bro. <laughs> you have made me a DC defender. Uh. A DC Defender fan, man. You know, I, I really appreciate that. I really thought I was going to go with Dallas, but I'm with DC. I might need to fly up there to a game one day. Oh, man. You, you all in, man. I'm, I'm all in on DC. <laughs> DC is going to win the championship this hey, year. Hey, man. I may become this a, this year, a bandwagon SFL fan because it was a down year for the Eagles, a down year for the Volunteers. I need somebody to win. In my fandom, so uh, <laughs> it's it's been a down year for the volunteers for about uh, twelve years now. Here we go. <laughs> I got hey, a, that's a different con. That's a different uh, that's a different podcast though. You know, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait the college football season for that because it. I'm telling y'all, college football season will be heated around. Oh, will be heated around here. Those hey, are, those are gonna be some fun episodes. Those are, man. Um. But yeah, so next week, who you got? Oh, I, I'm a DC fan, man. Give me DC over LA, big. DC, big, big. Hey, the over unders in these games with with Vegas have been set really high for some reason, you know. But give me, I don't know what the spread. I don't think they came out with the spread yet. But uh, give me DC, big. I'm gonna take plus, DC plus plus fifteen. How about that? DC plus 15. Yes. 
DC plus 15. Breezy's pick is going to be DC over LA plus 15. Guaranteed. 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 Uh, I almost want to win my uh, $20 back. I'm thinking about it. Oh, you, hey. You want to do it? The plus plus 15 is what's what's getting getting amped. What's up? What's up? Uh, What was she talking about? Uh, 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 uh. I'll see you on that 15. All right. Give me that 15, bro. Give me that 15. I'll see you on it. All right. But you still owe me 20. I'm going to need my money, but I'm going to pay you back that other 20. You feel me? We ain't doing double or nothing around here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, man. Uh, hey, we appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of On Two. So, we have reached 80 subscribers, and we really appreciate all you guys. Every single last one of you. To, for subscribing to us, listening to us, just talk trash about sports, you know. Um, Now, since we've reached 80, you know, we have named... Our recording location, our studio that we record in, it is now named Press Box Studios, and that is all because of you guys. We didn't know if we was really gonna make it big in here. I wouldn't say we're making it big, but I feel like we're doing a great job with eighty subscribers weekly turning in, tuning in, listening to what we have to say about sports. How about you? Exactly. I mean, I mean, because when you look at it, you know, a lot of people launch podcasts. When they already have a platform. Right. So there'll be a comedian with millions of followers or an actor or a singer or a rapper. Right, right. So they have former, millions of people. Former, former player of the yeah, sport. Yeah, So all know. they got to say is, hey, I got a podcast and a million people going to tune in. Yeah. You're talking about two guys who do not have a following. At all. <laughs> who launch the podcast on their own money and on prayer and hope. Yeah. And so far we have eclipsed 80 subscribers. I sir say that that is a pretty good job. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty excited of like when you showed me we had 80 people subscribed to our podcast. I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, and me and you are too. You, you get what yeah. I'm saying? So like, <laughs> so 78, it, it, yeah, 78 people out there <laughs> listening to us every week is is awesome, and we want to thank each and every one of you. We're going to continue to thank each and every one of you. It doesn't matter what happens with us if we get big or stay small. If we keep recording in, in Press Box Studios or make it a CBS or ESPN or whatever. Guarantee every show we're going to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. But now, since we've reached 80, now people can turn in. You can tell your friends to, to tune in on tune in to us on iHeartRadio. We're on the iHeartRadio app now. So you can continue to listen to us on the podcast, on Android or your iPhone, and also on the iHeartRadio station. So I'm pretty sure that that's like Pandora and stuff where you can tune in to us there. So we appreciate you listening, tuning in, telling, tell your friends about us. What's Don't that? Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. You want to argue with, with B on Twitter all day about anything he has said, please do. <laughs> it's the On2 Podcast on Twitter, On2 Podcast on Facebook. 
tune in. We might have a Snapchat coming. It might be in the works. I don't know. But we're out here. We're trying. So we appreciate your support. Most definitely. And ladies and gentlemen, we know that this episode is coming at at a strange time in the week. Normally our episodes drop on late Wednesday nights, early Thursday mornings. This one is coming to you on a late Sunday night, early Monday morning. This bonus will be our bonus episodes. Um because we love doing what we what we are doing so much and we appreciate you guys so much that we decided, hey man, you know what? We got more time. Why not let's let's sit down and record some more. Yeah. This is you know what I'm saying, have have fun for the for the for, for the people and uh, so this is a bonus episode. As of right now, it's not guaranteed in our schedules. Um, it's just all according to how we can make our schedules work. But you will always, without a shadow of a doubt, get your Wednesday episode. That episode will be there. If we got to record it from a hospital bed or jail, we will get you that episode. <laughs> I'm not trying to go to jail again. <laughs> so hopefully not there. But thank you guys for tuning in to us. On two podcasts. Out.